BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for free, your brand-new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, it's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. One thing we haven't agreed to is a ceasefire. A ceasefire with Hamas means surrender to Hamas, surrender to terror. There won't be a ceasefire without the release of the Israeli hostages. And then do we go back to bombing? No. Four hours. We don't want four hours. We don't want 16 hours. We don't want 22. We want a ceasefire now. So the, the situation at the border, you're saying, is not a disaster. That is correct. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN on this Monday if you want to be a part of the program. Well, isn't this nice, Linda, that San Francisco, they're clearing the homeless camps. Uh, Oh, that's right. They're only doing it ahead of the international summit. I should have known that that's the point because world leaders are arriving. Therefore, they got to clean the streets and put on a show. This isn't because they really believe that the streets you know, cluttered with illegal with with homeless people is a bad thing and that they're looking for a long term solution. But no, apparently they are crouching on the entrance of San Francisco City Hall. Jason Jacobs brushed gold paint onto the ornate doorway of the building 
whether I paint the gates or not, they're going to get their breath taken away, uh, said the San Francisco na native who marvels at the stunning architecture. Fresh paint, street cleanings, homeless sweeps, colorful art. I mean, it's so nice of them to do that. Isn't that nice of them? I mean, I think that they should definitely talk to the mother of the baby who got the fentanyl yeah. poisoning and ask her Gary. how she feels about it. Eric Adams, by the way, had his cell phone, the mayor of New York, last week as part of that federal probe into campaign fundraising. Uh, now, this is becoming a big deal. He's now had to hire an outside defense attorney. This in connection to an investigation into whether Eric Adams' 2021 campaign colluded with the Turkish government and others to direct money into his mayoral efforts. Apparently, his attorney said that the mayor was cooperating with federal authorities and had already reported a, a, a review, found an individual that recently acted improperly. Adams' office lashing out at an FBI employee who might have improperly leaked the details. The FBI seems to do that a lot. It is funny, though, to watch the Democrats all turning on each other because that's, that's now what's happened. Democrats don't know what to do about Joe Biden. They just don't have any idea. Um, now, this was maybe the strangest story that I saw today. By the way, we do have um, Prime Minister Netanyahu is going to be on Hannity tonight. Uh, there are a lot of questions that the media mob is not asking, and we'll ask them. But think about this. If you think, because all I've heard from the beginning is Joe Biden is saying one thing privately and another thing very publicly. Publicly, he was saying all the right things. Publicly, he was standing with Israel against terrorism. Publicly, but behind the scenes, I was told from the earliest days that he was, you know, talking about a measured response from Israel. What do you mean a measured response when you have 1,400 dead citizens, hundreds of others taken hostage, you know, the equivalent of America losing close to 40,000 or more uh, Americans in a single day because of radical Islamists? I mean, that's insane. Anyway, so now Axios gets a hold of an internal State Department dissent memo actually accusing Biden. This is his own State Department but accusing Biden of spreading misinformation on the Israel-Hamas war and alleging that Israel is committing war crimes in Gaza. How is it war crimes when, with, why isn't Hamas the terror group? And there were reports that they were firing on Palestinians. Reports they even fired an RPG at Palestinians. Reports that they wouldn't let people that Israel was saying, get out or you're going to die and dropping leaflets and pinging every cell phone in the area, you know, warning people, innocent people to leave. And then Hamas terrorists, you know, sticking guns in their faces saying, uh, no, you're not allowed to leave because they want to use them as human shields, which basically is their entire history. Anyway, so this is a scathing five page memo organized by a junior diplomat suggesting on social media that Biden's support of Israel made him complicit in genocide in Gaza. I mean, there's, there really is not, there's no moral equivalency here. This is kind of black. It's one of these issues, right, wrong, black, white. You know, I would think everybody would have moral clarity on this, but apparently they don't. Uh, Joe Biden is apparently angry at David Axelrod and uh, Jonathan Martin over at Politico reporting that Biden privately called David Axelrod well, did you bleep it out? I know we have it. Is it? All right, let's play it. I don't care. 
Sir, before I let you go, I got to ask you, uh, Jonathan Martin reported in Politico today that the president called you a word that because we are live in London, I am not allowed to say on television, but it starts with a P and ends with K. Uh, your response? Yeah. Well, he wouldn't be the first, I guess, in my many years in politics. Listen, I understand he was irritated because uh, I raised concerns that many, many Democrats had. And again, you know, my feeling is either get out or get going. And uh, but the status quo, the way they were approaching the campaign, this sort of what me worry attitude about the campaign uh, was was not going to get him to where he needs to go. And the stakes are so high, Casey. This isn't, you know, Mitt Romney or John McCain or anybody else on the other side. But this is Donald Trump. It's a fundamental question as to what American democracy is going to look look like uh, the day after the next election. So the stakes are very high. He knows that. But I think he needed he needs to take a sober look uh, at uh, the whole landscape. And yes, he's committed to moving forward. I get that he ought to. But he ought to then look at what his campaign is doing and what they need to do and get out of this sort of referendum frame and go after Donald Trump every day, because Donald Trump will be the nominee of the Republican Party. Well, you know, we'll see. It looks that way, certainly, according to the polls. But, you know, understand this is the same president over the weekend. Joe Biden, you know, just totally, completely befuddled. I'll show you on, on TV tonight. You know, needing stage directions from a military honor guard during a Veterans Day wreath-laying ceremony. By the way, it's a nice ceremony. It, it, it's, it's not that difficult. Anyway, he needed direction. He, didn't, he looked like he didn't even know where the hell he was, you know. And all he was, ha all he had to do that day was lay a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier in Arlington, Virginia. You know, even Jeff Van Drew of of New Jersey said, "God help us, we have a president that doesn't know whether he's coming or going," which is exactly right. He doesn't know whether he's coming or going. You know, so he needed stage directions from the military members standing. You know, during the solemn wreath-laying ceremony, uh, and he, the, the, the assistance required from the tomb's honor guard to place this large floral arrangement on a stand set on a plaza in front of the memorial honoring America's missing and unidentified war dead. He, step, he steps back from the wreath, and he hesitates. He doesn't know what the hell to do next before making the sign of the cross on himself. Backs away, turns, takes a few steps from the wreath, then turned back and approached the officer again. The military member pointed a gloved hand back towards Vice President Kamala Harris. Now, I guarantee you his campaign had to probably go over the simple task with him however many dozens of times, and he's still going to get it right. It's, I, I mean, you ever see these people at, like, Target or Walmart, and it's the retired people, almost in every case that I've seen. And probably retired, they're a little bit bored, they want to make a little extra money, and they go to Walmart, and they call Walmart greeters. Every one of them, you know, the, the nicest people on earth, they really are. You know, they just want to be helpful to people. And you walk in the store and you'll say, hey, uh, yeah, hi, how are you? They'll greet you warmly, at least that's been my experience every time. And then you say, yeah, I'm looking for the uh, sporting department. Where's the sporting department? Where's the what, whatever department? And they know where it is. I'm not sure Joe Biden could even do that today. That's how bad it is. I mean, confused, confound, confounded. Wow.
So scary. Um, on the Biden family syndicate, we've they've got huge issues here. I am beginning to see that while Donald Trump will have his legal troubles in 2024, uh, Joe Biden's going to have his. Because based on the way this investigate these investigations, Jason Smith House Ways and Means Committee, Jim Jordan House Judiciary Committee, James Comer House Oversight and Accountability Committee, based on all of this, uh, Joe is in real peril here in terms of a real impeachment. Now, if the Republicans do decide to impeach him, though I think they're going to get a conviction in the Senate, eh, probably not. But if, if, if it really is, I mean, they're getting closer and closer. What we call the Joe Biden bribery and money laundering scandal allegations. They're getting very close to convincing me that the good they've got the goods on them. Nobody can give a good explanation as to why Joe lied when he said he never had discussions with his son or a brother or anybody for that matter. When we now know for a fact he was talking to many of Hunter Hunter's business partners. We know he talked to Hunter and. And some of the top people at Burisma, they were in Dubai. He was in Washington only five days before he went to Ukraine. He was supposed to just follow through on Obama-era policy adopted by interagency groups within his administration to give the loan guarantees to Ukraine. There was, there was no ambiguity that the money was, was, was approved. But then he leveraged it to get a prosecutor fired in six hours. Does it have any connection to do with the phone call five days earlier? Does, that, does it have any connection to the fact that his son continued to get paid a fortune, millions of dollars ultimately, for a job that he mit- admitted he had no experience in? This is all coming to a head here. Uh, we'll get into this later in the program. Uh, Republicans, we have a, a shutdown deadline again by Friday. I'll get into that in some specificity. Uh, I just don't have good news on the economy, and I'll tell you something. I'm really beginning to get, I, I don't know how bad this can get. And that's beginning to worry me. Because just when you think it can't get worse, it's getting worse. There's a poll out today, Financial Times had this out, that only 14% of Americans are better off financially under Joe Biden. So when you think polling news can't get any worse for the White House, the Financial Times and their brand new survey say, yeah, it actually can because only 14% of you, the American people, American voters, believe that they're better off financially now than they were when Joe Biden took office. A poll found that nearly 70% of voters thought Biden's economic policies had either hurt the U.S. economy or had no impact. No, it's hurt. As evidenced by Moody's, late Friday, they lowered their outlook on the U.S. credit rating to negative from stable, citing the large fiscal deficits. Well, Joe took on two two a trillion dollars in debt last year alone. I cut the deficit. I cut it in half. No, you didn't. And the move follows a rating downgrade by another ratings agency, Fitch, this year, uh, which came after months of political brinksmanship around the U.S. debt ceiling. Anyway, federal spending, political polarization have been rising concerns. This does add a, and uh, it does put enormous pressure on Republicans. The problem with Republicans is they don't have a big enough majority. There are too many moderate Republicans that would be too, just all too happy to make any fiscal deal that they can and make it just go away with the Democrats. That's, that's not governance. Nobody in government should ever be thinking about elections when they, when they are there voting. 
Now, they might have political considerations separate and apart from their own ambition. I'm saying ambition. By the way, experts now are detailing the impacts of what is the greatest trucking recession and how it's going to impact all of us. It's been the longest recession ever. These, all these companies are going out of business. The story on NBC News of all places, 36-hour shifts, 80-hour work weeks. Workers are being burned out by all the overtime. Workers are dead. And let me tell you something. Nobody wants to work 80-hour weeks. I do it because I choose it. It's just the way I live my life. I'm a complete and utter loser. But most people don't want to work 80-hour weeks. True or false, Linda? You're probably right up there with me. You usually respond at 4 or 5 a.m. I almost responded to you at 4 o'clock this morning when you started sending all the stories you wanted to do today. Was it 4 a.m. today? 401. I happen to be up making coffee for Anthony so he can go to work. Man, oh man. I am I am I not a loser? I'm a complete loser. I don't know that you're a loser, but you definitely do like to send news at all hours of the night. I do. I do. But at least I didn't say, you know, call me. Respond. Or respond. I, you were just I like, asked, hey, it's four AM, the world's on fire and everything's falling apart. All right, I'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Well, it's like when I do my best work because it's quiet. I don't have anybody around me. Certainly, True. you know, didn't I didn't care to watch the any any New York football team because they all suck. Oh, I didn't watch those games. Yeah, you don't even know what crossing the plane means, so it doesn't matter. I do now. It's when you get a goal. A goal. Really? A How many goals can you get? Oh, a touchdown. A touchdown. Katie, Katie, I just heard Katie say it to you. No, Katie no, 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 no. I yes, just I did. like hockey I, better, so I always say goal first. You always say goal first. Nice excuse. You sound like a liberal. But don't worry. If you watch New York football, you don't have to worry about either team crossing the yeah, plane yeah. ever. Yeah, that's pretty much true. With everything going on in the world today, the war, the inflation, the geopolitical tensions, $33 trillion in national debt, it's no wonder people are looking to diversify their savings with gold and silver. But who does Sean Hannity choose for his gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews, and they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver for Sean Hannity listeners. But it's first come, first served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver, so don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. 
Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash. No tooth fairy or piggy banks. No more selling extra items for cash. A digital dollar means your life could depend on the Internet, electricity, and people you don't know. Plus, it means every penny you have could all be tracked. So goodbye to privacy. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver, including Sean Hannity. Sean has personally bought medals from the top-rated company, GoldCo, who has an excellent reputation. They've placed over $2 billion in gold and silver, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. So call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. After the news at the bottom of the hour, I'm going to go over how much money all of Joe's uh, illegal immigrants are going to be costing the American tax people. American taxpayers, sorry, people, we're people, right? Uh, I'll give you all the details on that. Uh, by the way, New York City is so broke, they're now considering an illegal immigration tax. Uh, they can't even afford to put up arriving illegal immigrants in five-star hotels anymore, complete with room service and free video games. Uh, now they're shipping them off to a brand-new tent city constructed uh, in their honor in Brooklyn, New York, and... Uh, the illegal immigrants are pretty mad, saying through translators that they want to leave the site. And they said they were already taken to, you know, three, four-star hotels. They're not happy about being at the change. Where do you hear the amount of money? Guess in your mind's eye, your mind's mind, how much you think that this is going to cost on an annual basis and long term. Just take a wild guess in your head. 
continuing to build the foundation for conservative victory. Victory. Now, back to the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 down to the top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. Uh, thank goodness for groups like the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Uh, we now know all these reports are out there. This is more than 200,000 Israelis that have been displaced because of war. Look, just just south of uh, Lebanon in the north, over 28 uh, neighborhoods had to be completely evacuated, including, you know, the elderly and the sick and, and everybody in between. Uh, now, thankfully, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, they're on the ground right now. And these are people needing real basic critical essentials, everything from food and medicine and water and emergency supplies uh, for people that are really in dire need. Um, and as this now goes on, uh, I got to tell you, the Israel was struck by a devastating you know, blow on October the 7th. We have the prime minister, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, will be on tonight on Hannity. Uh, but anyway, so whatever help you can offer, they're there. It's, uh, listen, whatever you can do, give as generously as you possibly can. It's going directly to the people that need it most. We set up a special website so that you can donate really easily. Uh, it's Hannity for Israel.com. Let me spell it for you. It's H A N N I T Y F O R Israel. One word, Hannity for Israel.com. And hopefully you can give as generously as you possibly can. I mean, People are in real need here. Um, now, if uh, I, I understand that now New York City is so broke they can't afford to put up their illegal immigrants in these, you know, three, four, five-star hotels, whatever it happens to be. So the first batch of illegal immigrants that have been sent to Brooklyn, it's uh, they're being sent to what's called Floyd Bennett uh, Fields. Uh, it's a make, makeshift tent city. I'm not sure, you know, with the colder weather now coming in, how well that's going to work out and how it warm they're going to be able to keep the people inside there but you, you literally are dealing with so many people at this particular point in time but remember new york was begging for this we welcome people with open arms okay now you've got them what does that mean you have thousands of illegal immigrants from around the world now like okay what are we supposed to do with these people and and everyone says well you blame governor greg abbott greg abbott only sent 13 percent of the number of illegal immigrants in New York. Joe Biden sent the rest of them. Joe Biden has been sending people all over the country. That's why we say every every single town, every state, every city, every state's a sanctuary state at this particular point. Uh, anyway, the people obviously feel, I think they, they probably enjoyed and are saying outwardly that they enjoyed uh, living, you know, in the five-star hotel or three-star or four-star hotel in New York. I, I can't blame them for that, but... Uh, the reality is, how much do you think all of this in the end is going to cost us? Now, by the way, th these are only the initial estimates. And let me just tell you something about estimates. Usually, they never seem to go down. Well, we estimate right now the estimate is $451 billion for U.S. taxpayers. $451 billion. Now, what does this mean? Now, the group is called the Federation for American uh, Immigration Reform, FAIR. And they're estimating alone that the illegal immigration crisis is going to cost you, the American taxpayers, $150 billion for 2023 alone. That's it. When they look at federal money on education, that's $6.6 .6 state money on education, $73 billion. 
And a lot of these school districts, like in New York City, for example, I mean, they've got such a low percentage of, of kids that are able to pass these 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 uh, t these standardized tests. I mean, it's atrocious. And now it's it's not like they're hiring more teachers. So what they're doing is is they're just thinning out the resources even further, which means if you have a kid in a public school in New York, you're just basically dead. Your kids are not going to be getting an education. They're going to have to take resources away when they've already been failing. And then they're going to have to teach, you know, English as a second language classes. I don't even think they have enough people that speak two languages as teachers. So I'm not sure exactly how they're going to pull that sucker off. But the estimate is that Americans could pay up to $451 billion to care for illegal immigrants who entered the U.S. illegally and re released by Joe Biden, aided and abetted by Joe Biden and his administration into the country, uh, or just flat-out escape custody, or they're just a gotaway. Most of them, if not all of them, have not been vetted. And every day, millions of American taxpayers are being spent on costs directly associated with, with this entire mess that was completely preventable. And then, of course, the big lie on top of this, you know, whether it's said by Joe Biden himself, a spokespeople, Karine Jean-Pierre, Jen Circleback Saki, uh, Kamala Harris, Alejandro Mayorkas, it doesn't matter. They're all lying when they oh, the border's secure, the border's safe, the border's closed. They're lying through their teeth. We, our own eyes show us that they're lying. But only a small fraction, you know, uh, uh, of money is ever recouped. And you're paying for everything. These people are not coming here with an ability to even buy a sandwich. Most people are coming here with nothing. And if they did have anything, it was probably money used and taken by the cartels that also give them wristbands and demands that when they start making money here, that they've got to send it back to the cartels or they threaten their family members. Anyway, so only a fraction is, is ever going to be recouped, if any at all. But if you look at it and you compile this, if you look at, you add, for example, health care to the mix, Federally, we're going to spend $23 billion just on health care for illegal immigrants. On the federal level, on the state level, that's another $18.6 billion. If you look at law enforcement, we're going to spend at least $25 billion federally. On the state level, it's, it's hurting every state because it's now impacting every state. That's $21.8 billion. If you look at welfare services, you know, these, these are simple things. Well, Hannity... You know, you keep talking about illegal immigrants. You're not nice. You're not compassionate. No, I support immigration. I support legal immigration. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for legal immigration. My grandparents came here legally from Ireland. Just turns out they didn't have any money when they got here, but they didn't have a social welfare safety net to fall back on. So they had to get their ass to work. And, you know, they faced their own institutional discrimination. Irish Catholic need not apply. But it is what it is. And they lived their whole lives poor. My parents grew up poor. You know, my mom in the South Bronx in New York, my dad in Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn. It was a big deal after my dad served four years in the Pacific that he can get a 50 by 100 lot in Long Island and, and build a better life for his kids. But I, I only knew him working two jobs most of his adult life, first as a family court probation officer and then as a waiter on the weekends. And my mom working 16-hour shifts in a prison. I mean, imagine, just think about this. My mom graduated valedictorian in our high school class. 
couldn't afford college. It wasn't even just not even in question. I'm not sure why she was at one point a court stenographer. I've never I never found I think she was going to get paid more money being a prison guard. And with all the overtime she'd work, she worked 16 hour shifts. It'd be like day 50, 16, you know, 16 hour shifts day after day after day. And I'm convinced it's one of the big reasons. She also is a heavy smoker that she, you know, died at a relatively young age, especially when we compare it to today. Uh, but anyway, so that's what the that's what the number is. But if you look at state records, media reports, other public information, they put out a 50 page document outlining what what is this is going to cost all of us, the taxpayers. Now, we didn't vet people coming into this country. So, you know, as I've been going over in recent weeks, why are all these people from Iran showing up on our southern border? Why are all these people in Syria showing up on our southern border? Why are all these people from China showing up on our southern border? Why are all these people in Russia showing up on our southern border? There's got to be a reason for it. How did they get there? Why did they come here? Who paid for them to get here? It, it, it sounds like the, the biggest national security vulnerability this country has ever taken on. Now, if you look at between 16.8 million and 29 million, this group estimates illegal immigrants currently residing inside the U.S. Now, how many, if, if we have 8 million or around 8 million by the end of this year, that Joe Biden alone has let in as president for three years. Okay, eight million. How many of these people did we vet? How many people come from countries that we know are our top geopolitical foes? How many people are gotaways that maybe came from these countries that we don't know about? Why is it so hard to understand the need to secure your own borders? Why is it too much to ask for people if they want to come to America to, to follow our laws, why do we have a president that is aiding and abetting in the law breaking and facilitating the law breaking? Why do they constantly lie to us and nobody in the media ever challenges them? So you have all these people entering this country and you're paying for every one of them. Now, I think you need a few simple rules. You go back to the Trump era. We never had any numbers like this. We had our borders under they, our borders were secure. Stay in Mexico, that policy worked. Building the border wall. You know, I know the president claims 500 plus miles of wall that he built. Some of that was repaired wall, but, but about 500 miles, somewhere in there. Why did, you know, why, now all of a sudden they're talking about building walls again? Okay, but I thought they were evil. Mayorkas revealed during the Senate Homeland Security committee hearing last month that more than 600 illegal immigrants have come into the country just in fiscal year 2023 without being apprehended by border agents. We don't know anything about them. An additional 900,000 entered the U.S. legally, applied for asylum, then were released. But there's no background checks on these people. Is it really too much to ask that we do a background check to see if they have radical associations? Is it really too much to ask? Is it too much to ask in the middle of a pandemic like Joe's first year in office for people to be tested for COVID, other diseases? And it's just pretty unbelievable. But, you know, all of this is preventable. Um, it's getting interesting to watch the panic among Democrats. I don't know how this is ultimately going to play out. I really don't. If I knew, you know, I'd be a rich guy. 
I don't know how it's going to play out with the Democrats because David Axelrod, he's a lot of things. Number one, you know, Joe calling him, well, that bad word uh, that he can't say on radio. It's not that bad to me. I don't really care. Uh, but he, but also Axelrod, go back to 2020. He was saying, if you, you know, either you show up and you win or, or just get out of the race. He didn't, he never liked Biden. That's all there is to it. He's never liked him. So, but hearing more and more Democrats being so open about it, getting very interesting to watch. You know, I'm working on th uh, three jobs. Listen to this. Uh, Hispanic American, Latino voters telling fake news CNN why they are, aren't happy with the Biden presidency. So they do a town hall. Polling is consistently showing Biden is, as Axios put it this month, bleeding support among Hispanic and black voters across the country, particularly in swing states. Fake news CNN poll this month showed Biden with only a 4% lead over Trump among Hispanic registered voters. Anyway, so they asked people in Georgia on Sunday about their regrets about even putting him in office in the first place. The Wall Street Journal had an interesting column how Bidenomics may cost Biden the youth vote. He's 81, but his economic policies are punishing young people in particular. And by the way, most young people, they're growing up with a different mentality than most of us had. If you're a little bit older, you know, they, they want to work. They've, they've learned from COVID that they want to work from home. They've learned that they don't want to work as many hours. And, and you know, this as of now, they're pretty successful at it. Uh, then there are other people trying to calm the waters a little bit. I was Obama's campaign manager, and there's no need to panic over Biden. Okay. Supposed to believe that. You know, if you look at the, the Times <clears throat> Siena poll that we talked a lot about last week, six battleground states, Donald Trump's winning five of them in a head-to-head -head matchup against Joe Biden. But he's losing support among, again, demographically, among women, African-Americans, Hispanic Americans, and even among when he starts losing support of Obama people publicly like this, that's probably not good for him. According to new research, the stacked data study, Trump would beat Biden in the Electoral College 292 to 246. Interesting. You know, uh, we have this debate coming up November 30th, uh, red versus blue, state versus state, Gavin Newsom versus Governor Ron DeSantis, that's going to be an interesting debate. There was a Guardian article today about Newsom 2024. Could the California governor be a rival to Joe Biden? Is he running a shadow campaign? The article goes on to say, I don't know the answer to that. Wall Street Journal, I think this was Peggy Noonan, pointing out that Kamala Harris is Biden's number two problem. And anyway, she was awarded the Pulitzer Prize for commentary, but you know, we'll see. What Republicans don't understand about how Biden really wins elections. He wins them by hiding. And the other thing that's happening, there's only three issues that I see that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And I think there's a, mis I think there's a misunderstanding about some of you that are conservative or Republican. This guy has voted hardcore Democrat his entire life. Okay, some people that didn't like the COVID mandates like his position on vaccinations. Uh, all right. There's one. I think he also is against men playing in women's sports. That's issue number two. The third is he supports securing the border. I can't think of any other issue, however, 
where he's conservative. I would love to do another town hall with him. He doesn't mind uh, answering the questions. By the way, the hard-hitting news show The View, their hosts are worried that problem child for the Democrats, Joe Manchin, may run third party. Jill Stein is now back in the mix, as is Cornell West still out there in the mix. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to get interesting. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash, where every penny you have could all be tracked. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. That's HannityGold.com. Born from the tragedy of 9-11-01, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they made a promise to ensure that we never forget. And since then, they have been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. And that's heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Now, Michael Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. Now, he had enlisted in the military after graduating high school. He left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that sadly he would never meet. And thanks to the generosity of listeners like you, Tunnel to Towers was able to pay off their mortgage on their family home, and that relieved the financial burden and brought that family stability. This is what they do every day. They help Gold Star and Fallen First Responder families, as well as our nation's catastrophically injured heroes, and they also help homeless veterans. We hope you'll join all of us here at Team Hannity and commit to 11 bucks a month. You do it by going to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation.